Welcome to Daily Hope. We are in Job chapter 11, and we're going to watch Zophar the Nathamite and how he takes a crack at encouraging Job in Job's lowest moment. Here we go, beginning in verse 1. Then Zophar the Nathamite replied, Are all these words to go unanswered? Is there is this talker to be vindicated? Will your idle talk reduce others to silence, and will no one rebuke you when you mock? You say to God, my beliefs are flawless and I am pure in your sight. Oh, how I wish that God would speak, that he would open his lips against you and disclose to you the secrets of wisdom, for true wisdom has two sides. Know this, God has even forgotten some of your sin. In other words, Job, you are so sinful that God can't even remember all of your sin. All right, so how would you rate Zophar as an encourager? You know, on a scale of one to five, five high, one low. I don't know, I give him a one. Now, let's put this in context, what we just um, heard Job say in chapter 10. In chapter 10, verse 1, Job said this. He goes, I loathe my very life. And then again, in verse 19, he writes, If only I had never come into being or had been carried straight from the womb to the grave. Job's at the lowest moment in his life, and Zophar, all Zophar can think about is how to put Job in his place. And it's, I want to talk about this tendency in all of us to want to put people in their place. And there's two sides to this. The ways in which we want to be a Zophar to other people, but the ways in which also, number two, we have been wounded and hurt by people who try to put us in our place. So let's start with the first, right? So in verse three, we see Job trying to, or Zophar trying to put Job in his place. He says, will no one rebuke you when you mock? And again, in verse five, he goes, how I wish that God would speak, not to encourage you, Job, not to build you up, that he would open his lips against you. Who in your life or where in your life are you tempted to be like Zophar and to want to put people in their place. Maybe there's that annoying family member you're going to run into at the upcoming family holidays, or maybe there's a coworker or a roommate, your spouse, a friend. But where are those places where you're tempted to want to put people in their place? When we look at Zophar, we just see how foolish it is, and we're reminded that not only is that tendency in us, but how foolish it really looks. And I want to just remind you of this really cool old saying. It goes, Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And the idea is we're so quick to want to tell people what we think that that our real compassion and care for them is outstripped by our need to correct them. Job, or James talks about this in his letter. Um, remember when he says, be quick to listen and slow to speak? Well, this whole idea of being quick to listen, slow to speak, has this implicit notion that the better listener we are, the more our capacity for God's mercy are we are is enlarged. So our capacity to be ministers of God's mercy is increased, right? Because later in chapter two, he says, "Mercy triumphs over judgment." And the better listeners we are, the more likely we are to be able to put ourselves in other people's position to really connect with the where they're coming from and what they're saying and how they're feeling. And people feel that from us. And you got to remember that, yeah, there is the truth that needs to be spoken, but it has to be spoken with mercy, with grace, and with kindness. With Zophar, you just get this feeling that he wants to just slam Job and put him in his place, not really build him up and encourage him. You don't get the sense of a spirit of love and humility, right? So where is that place for you, all right? Check yourself and consider for a moment where you're being tempted to be like Zophar and... Uh, 
where you're being challenged to be a better listener and to speak with more mercy. Okay, number two, there may be people who have been as far to us and have wounded us and have uh, hurt us with their reckless words. There's a proverb that says, reckless words pierce like a sword, but the words of the wise are healing. Maybe we've had our hearts pierced by someone else's reckless words. Now, I want to encourage you right now to bring that memory to mind. What they said, what was that thing they said to you that wounded you, that hurt you, that angered you? I want you to feel free to just get in touch with the feelings that, that created in you. Frustration, anger, discouragement. Bring that to mind and bring it before God and ask for the grace to forgive that person. Now, remember, forgiveness doesn't mean we trust people. We don't have to trust that person to forgive them. Ask God for the grace to forgive. And secondly, it's important that we distinguish between people who are Zophars and people you know, who are trying to tear us down and people who just want to encourage us and build us up. We may be, like Joe, going through a hard moment in our life. And you know what? We may need to be more consolable, better at allowing the people we trust to speak truth into our life. Well, we're getting off because of some pain or difficulty we're going through. We need to let people speak truth, encouragement, and lift us up. So be consolable. Not everybody who needs to speak into our life is a Zophar. God bless you. Have a great week.